Let us pray. Holy God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So in the video that we sort of saw, uh, yes, recite the Lord's Prayer and we say the words, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But do we really mean it? How on earth, literally, do we do it? The kingdom of God was central to the teaching and the preaching and the mission of Jesus. The kingdom was inaugurated with Jesus coming to earth, defeating sin, dying on the cross, raising himself from the dead, we celebrate the resurrection. And although the kingdom is mentioned dozens of times throughout the gospel, we have a hard time understanding it largely because Jesus didn't lay out like a nice blueprint that may have been kind of helpful to us, or so we think, about the kingdom. Instead, he told stories and he used metaphors and similes in order to expand our understanding of the kingdom of God. It's greater than anything our minds can seem to comprehend. And according to Jesus, the kingdom is like a hidden treasure or a lost coin. It is both within our grasp and just outside of it. It is like a mustard seed, which from small beginnings becomes this great tree. Or like yeast and bread that rises and expands before our very eyes. 
Theologian N.T. Wright describes the Lord's Prayer as, and I quote, not just a string of loosely connected petitions or requests about daily bread, forgiveness, help against temptation, or as a prayer for people who are following Jesus on the kingdom journey. Called by Jesus to follow in his footsteps as God's people, we are called to carry on his ministry, to live and to love as he does, so that God's kingdom will be reality on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew's Gospel, it recognizes that the powers of evil are alive and active in the world today, that all we have to do is tune into the news to see it, yet we are called to do kingdom, Christ-like living. When Jesus gave us the Lord's Prayer, when he gave it to his followers then and to us today, he was on his way to Jerusalem at that time, to the cross, and he was the people's daily bread, giving out extravagant grace, forgiveness, love, abundant life. But he also demanded that those who follow him do the same, that we forgive our enemies, that we stand up against evil, that we give voice to the voiceless, that we love others as ourselves. So when we pray for God's kingdom to come on earth, we're not just praying that everyone be nicer or kinder or more loving to each other. The practice of love that we invite into our lives with these words of the Lord's Prayer, it doesn't apply to you and me personally, but to the whole world. When we pray for God's kingdom to come, we ask God's power to, cre to create and that God's power will prevail over any and all forces of evil that threaten to destroy us. And we experience heaven on earth when we do, and it is done in heaven. There's a play on the Lord's Prayer where an actor sits alone on stage. There's a spotlight on him, and he's reciting the Lord's Prayer. But every time he reads a line, God, the voice of God, interrupts him. So the actor begins. Our Father, who art in heaven, off stage a voice is heard. Yes, says God. When the actor reaches, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God stops him in his tracks by asking, are you sure you want all that? My kingdom, my will, really? Like we might respond as, a, as the rebellious actor did. Yeah, we could use a little more heaven around here, God. Then God puts it back on him. What are you doing about it? Good question. What are we doing about it? We can blame it on human nature, but we know better. Without God, we have a tendency to get wrapped up in all of life's demands. Some days we get too busy, while other days we get lost in our own worry. We make life harder than it has to be so often when we look to ourselves only for the answers. Yet we make our own abilities however meager they may seem to us, when we make them available to God in prayer, God channels great resources in and through us. God is at work in the world, 
And not only are we called to make ourselves available to serve the kingdom there, are times when we need to get out of the way and let God do God's work. We are called to be disciples, which means we need to be ready, willing, and available to follow wherever he calls us. Some years ago, I was on a young adult mission trip, and it was during an evening gathering when I would post a question. They called it the Kelly. You read a scripture, you post a question, and you do a reflection. So I had been doing the Kelly for a while, so here's the question that I asked that caught me off guard. I asked these 18 to 35-year-olds, imagine Jesus waking up with you at the start of your day. He stays at your side all day through the evening from sunup to sundown. And before you go to sleep, imagine Jesus after spending all that time with you, giving you a piece of advice what would it be? Now I know this is a challenging question, and of course we don't know the mind of Jesus, but it is a good exercise to think about what it means to truly have Jesus walking beside us. We say it, but to imagine him with us. So I guess my hope in asking it was to throw out like a little mustard seed and see if the question would challenge them to greater faith. But the tables soon turned, when after a half a dozen of them responded, someone asked me what my answer was to the question. Hey, wait a minute, I said, I thought I'm the question asker. Having had no time to prepare this answer, I shared the first thing that came to my mind, which in all honesty, is that I often imagine Jesus walking with me down the road somewhere true to this day. And I think that's because scripture has Jesus walking everywhere. So in my visual eye, he's the best company, always loving, always present, but he can be really challenging too. And I see him sometimes putting an arm around my shoulder as we walk with that big smile on his face and he's like, hey Kel, that was one way to do it. How about we try my way? Everyone in the room started to chuckle. Me too. But this is what life experience has taught me. And it is a lesson I will never be done learning. It is one thing to follow Jesus and another to surrender your life to Jesus. It is one thing to say we are to bring God's kingdom on earth and it is completely another to surrender to the will of God and to live like Jesus every day, which is bringing the kingdom on earth. That kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus asks us this morning, are you sure you want all that? Be prepared. The idea of demanding God's will in our lives also implies that we're ready to start building the kingdom. It's as if we are saying, bring your kingdom. God, bring it up. It's not at all about sitting back passively with our hands folded neatly on our lap, just praying the words. It's about getting up. It's about
us to change how we do just about, oh, I'd say everything. How will we relate to our money now that we're building up the kingdom? How will we relate to strangers and enemies? How do we spend our time? How we work, how we worship, how we love our family and friends, how we serve God, our ministry in the church, the big church, and this church, our relationship to the world. Is there any part of our lives that would not be changed if God's will was done on earth today as it is in heaven? So when we say the Lord's Prayer, we are saying, God, we are ready for a new life. We are ready for a new world, a new way of being every day. We are ready to participate in making that happen. And like the wise traveler of old, we are ready to do our part, to serve, even if it means struggling to move the boulders of this world that set out to do their harm against God and God's creation and God's people. So let's start making the changes in our own lives today that bring us more in line with how God's will is to be done. It is time to start learning anew to live for God's kingdom as we constantly seek it, to be true servants of Jesus and his kingdom. Your kingdom come, your will be done, Lord, in the boardroom, at the water cooler, in school, at the checkout line. Your kingdom come, your will be done, Lord, chasing after deadlines, trailing for toddlers, scrambling toward the finish line, clamoring for security. Your kingdom come, your will be done, Lord. Pacing through hospitals, wandering through hurt, tripping over the unforeseen, meandering through grief, sharing in the happiness of another. Your kingdom come, your will be done, Lord. On rough terrain, on shifting sands, on fine, wide roads and on narrow paths, in deep valleys of adversity and in green pastures, make your kingdom come and your will be done in us, Lord. Amen.